0: Hi, I'm Caroline, and I'm Megan, and this is the Songwriter
1: Diaries, a podcast by songwriters for songwriters. Hello. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Welcome to season 10 of the Songwriter Diaries. Absolutely wild. And kicking off the season, we could not have picked a better guest. It is the Kate Cosentino. Oh,
1: hello, hello. hello. Did I say your last name
0: right? I always
1: panic. Don't worry. I feel bad that I have a last name that makes people panic. It's Cosentino. Cosentino. You are so close, don't you worry.
0: (laughs) Cosentino. I literally almost said that and then I was like, that's wrong. That's wrong. You know,
1: because technically I think Cosentino, if you were actually in Italy, would be Mm -hmm. the right way to pronounce it. See, I'm just cultured. (laughs) you are you are more cultured than even me so we went
0: we had a guest last season who was that meg that we were oh it was um sarah Sarah, yeah sarah gargano and i was like did i pronounce your last name right and she goes i don't know (laughs) (laughs) she's like that works i was like you don't have a so (laughs) So funny that's so funny
1: i just had coffee with her the other day so that's (gasps) hilarious oh
0: my gosh yes you know her Mm -hmm. oh Oh my gosh gosh. yeah crazy okay well we need to talk about this later i could go on a tangent about her
1: (laughs) she is so sweet i know love it that's awesome well welcome to the pod we're so happy to have you you. Um, this is great! Yay! Let's just dive right in and have you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in music and your journey and everything. Yeah, the whole the tell resume, us everything. yes, <laughs> the lore, the Kate lore. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I I feel like I have the, like, classic tale of, like, I started music when I was a baby. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, growing up in Kansas City, I started taking guitar lessons, like, in the first grade. Um, and I was super into Guitar Hero and Hannah Montana, and I was like, this seems like what I'm meant to do. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> seems like the vibe. Um, so kind of started playing music. Then started like singing the next year, songwriting the next year. So by the third grade, I was like, I want a gig. I'm doing this as a career. Um, And just kind of was a crazy, like motivated kid and started recording music and releasing it and blah, blah, blah. And that eventually took me to Nashville. Um, And I was like, this is the spot. So <laughs> I went to Belmont studied songwriting and music business um and then graduated in the beautiful year of our lord 2020 <laughs> uh, and here we are now pursuing music full time yay yes oh my gosh yes. the
0: year of our
1: lord <laughs> yes the year of reckoning i don't know it was a year oh, yeah. it was the year
0: lessons well, were <laughs> learned the some people
1: mentioned mm, some people learned redacted yeah <laughs>
0: So, when you were growing up, was your family and your support system very supportive of you pursuing music? Were they yeah. ready to raise a little pop star? Or
1: fortunately, yes, <laughs> I lucked out that they weren't like stage parents oh, at all. That's good. Thank yeah, thank God. Um, so that's wonderful. But they also were like, "No, you should pursue music," um, which I appreciated because I was kind of a nerd. And yeah, I was a little, I was a little smarty pants and <laughs> I liked a lot of things. And so I was like, oh, you know, I could be a good lawyer or insert career that makes definite amount of money here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but music just always spoke to me. And fortunately, my parents like just believed in that gift a lot. And yeah, they're still my biggest supporters. I'll like cry once a month and be like, should I be an accountant? And they're like, no. <laughs> literally just go watch a movie you'll be okay (laughs) (laughs) that is so
0: cute oh my gosh and when you moved from kansas city do you still play a lot of shows there when you go back and
1: i do i do yeah i love performing in kansas city because no one shows up for you like the hometown people you know (laughs) yeah true yep yes yes i know i play
0: (laughs) a hometown show maybe like once every three years, I'll play, and it's my parents and all of their friends that I've never yeah. seen in real life. They're like, "We've heard so much about you," and it's like, "Great, give me the ticket that. money." Great.
1: <laughs> it's either that, or they're like, "You've grown so much. Yeah, the last time I, I met yeah. you when you were this tall." <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I no, love
1: literally. that. Um. So, what does your typical songwriting process look like? Mm so great i'm like is there a is there a typical (laughs) it's it's always kind of yeah you you guys get it it's always kind of different but i since guitar was my first instrument and i feel like i just lean into the guitar i usually start there um with some sort of vibe establishment if you will (laughs) (laughs) chords are a little riff and um i go from there or if something like major happens in my life or that really just like i'm like that needs to be a song then um it's like a singing around my house until i can get to the guitar or (laughs) the logic session Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah Yeah, do you
0: write in logic
1: i've started two more i've started two more it's a learning process yeah. yeah i enjoy it because i can like build out all the ideas as they're happening even if they're like not exactly what i want i can be like remember do a little background vocal that's like here <laughs> and and save that which is nice um but sometimes i think it's nice to just get the full like meat of the song out mm-hmm. and then mess with that stuff so it just kind of depends mm-hmm. i don't know it depends on the mood yeah, yeah.
0: Do you produce any of your own stuff? Or do you have a producer that you work with a lot?
1: I half and half. I've finally gotten to the point where I feel like I understand. <laughs> I understand the terminology. I speak the lingo. Yeah. So I'd be like, yeah, put a riser here. And if you can cut the highs on the, like, you know, <laughs> yes. I can say stuff now. Yes. So I would call myself a co-producer. But um, for most of the stuff I'm releasing, like I'll make a pretty close demo and then just work with some of my amazing friends that are like, they're so much faster. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, they have a gift oh, yeah. that I don't have that I'm like, please oh, yeah. do this for me. Love <laughs> that.
0: Like, don't realize you have a good producer until you work with one that isn't necessarily a bad producer, but is a slower, less experienced producer. And you're yeah. just sitting there like, oh my God, my other producer would be so much faster at this.
1: <laughs> it, it is worth like, its weight and goal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Because- it doesn't waste your time, your money, and it, like, keeps no. the the joy in it. Yeah. Exactly. Because, yeah.
0: yeah. I don't
1: because- know if you guys are this way, but a song will die for me really quick if mm-hmm. I spend too much time being like,
0: I can't get this sound. Yeah. Ah! You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it just yes. keep, it keeps the energy up. Because I'm like, okay, yes. if I just, like, drop some vocals and we're going through them and it takes you, like, 30 minutes to figure out how to organize your whatever that's called the tracks the little things session
1: in the tracks
0: (laughs) the doodahs yeah Mm -hmm. i'm like oh my god okay well now i'm out of it like now i don't even know what i'm saying what i sound like i don't know exactly that's awesome i yeah do you have any advice for people who are looking to start producing their own stuff or recording their own demos or anything like that Ooh
1: man i would say my advice to people looking to start recording their own demos i'm like how did we navigate the wild in (laughs) the first place um start simple and have fun i mean i feel like when we were in high school and middle school it was just garage band like Mm -hmm. everyone was like image and heat like that's all that's the (laughs) only thing all we had on a little you know ipod thing yeah but sometimes i think that's like a good way to learn just like basics of how to record and make a song sound a certain way um and then stuff that's helped me is literally asking people who are better at it to help fix it Mm -hmm. or like recording something like a song that i already know and then comparing it to the original track Mm -hmm. that has like worked wonders Mm -hmm. i'll be like okay the bass doesn't like i'll just focus on one little element and start messing with it i think that's helpful and then you know especially if you're like like me like i just can't read it i'm not interested in the science i wish i was people like yeah compression blah blah blah." i'm like i just it does what it does yeah
0: (laughs) it does what it does it sounds what it sounds like we're moving on let's exactly Mm -hmm.
1: exactly um do you co-write at all or in and if you do do you prefer writing by yourself or do you prefer co-writing Ooh, I do both. I co-write a lot. Um, but a lot of my artist project ends up being my own stuff. Um, I don't know why I just, you know, it's, it's very purely my voice. And so I think I tend towards those songs. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've had a few, uh, you, you get it, you get it. Um, (laughs) i've had a few co-writes though that have made it into my artist project like um emergency contact my friend troy who he's ht hayes on the youtubes if you ever watch ht uh, hayes reacts he's has a really great youtube channel oh my gosh shout <laughs> out um,
0: ht hayes wow shout out my
1: guy um but he was someone who we had a co-write scheduled i'd written the first verse and i was like i need your wit And your musicality to help me finish this thing. Like, I just know you're made for this song. So I feel like now that I've just been co-writing for so many years, I'm like, when I start writing something on my own, I can be like, this person is the person that can help me finish it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been less afraid to call on them instead of just staring at a wall being like, it'll happen. (laughs) One day.
0: (laughs) One day. And then it just goes to the archives. And then you'll look through your notes like years later and be like, oh, uh, that one was okay. Maybe I should (laughs) revisit that
1: right <laughs> on a good day you hope it's that sometimes yeah. you're like what
0: was i oh what i know <laughs> i literally there are so many lines in my notes app that don't even make sense i'm like no what state was i in when i was writing this if i was not inebriated there's no excuse like <laughs> written, this is horrible that's funny oh my <laughs> gosh so do you feel more connected with the term songwriter or the term artist and why
1: Oh, that's a good one. What? <laughs> what? You're really scratching my brain with that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I could. I feel like maybe artist, because as someone who, I mean, like now putting out music as an artist is like my my bread and my butter and my focus. Mm-hmm. I feel like that encapsulates all of the things into one term. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just feels like I am making art. So I resonate with that. Um, Although sometimes I'm like, I'm an artist. And they're like, what do you paint? And I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no, <laughs> no, no, no. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Um. But yeah, probably artist. I think that's me also. I like using that term. Because it's kind of a confidence boost. Every time Mm -hmm. I say it, I'm like, no, I am an artist. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. It sounds like
0: it really sounds elevated comparatively to like, I'm a musician. I'm a songwriter. It's like, I'm an artist. And it sounds mysterious. Almost like, oh my gosh, what are you doing?
1: Yes. It requires the the confidence to be like, what I make is art Mm -hmm. and I am an artist. Instead of if you're like, I'm a songwriter. All you need is I wrote a song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like Man, that. That was a good one. I had <laughs> scratch my brain. <laughs> so let's confront the elephant in the room here. Yes. What was the voice like? <laughs> <laughs> Come out with it. Tell us. <laughs> um, the voice was awesome. Yeah. It was truly like, I, I think all musicians or artists or song or whatever singers feel this way of like it's the thing that everyone's grandma is like you should go on the voice no or literally or <laughs> yeah you want to yeah. be a musician have you thought about those like shows yeah i'm sure you've <laughs> never seen them um so it kind of always had a weird like i think when i was little i was like i want to be like melanie martinez like that's so cool and then as i grew older and did music more i was kind of like stop at like That's not the only way to make it. Like, I don't even need that. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I actually got through, since COVID, I think they've been doing online auditions. And so I got the email to send in a video. And I was like, that's simple. I will do that. I will never wait in the in-person line again. But I will absolutely send you a video. Mm -hmm. Um, When it happened, it felt like, wow, okay, this is, I've never gotten this far on any like i've auditioned before never got this far and it felt kind of like okay i think i've found my brand like after coming off of an ep after coming off all that i was like okay the reason in my mind that i'm making it through is because i am really who i am right now Mm -hmm. um And I lucked out that being on the show, I think they really celebrated that. Like, they let me be goofy. Most of what they showed, I was like, that is pretty much 99% accurate to how I am when you talk to me, (laughs) you know? And I looked how I looked and, you know, people were awesome. I really lucked out that the whole cast was like some of my best friends now. That was unexpected and amazing. So, yeah. yeah.
0: I was going to say, like, I mean, to be fair, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention until you were on it you know what i mean so i'm like that was when i started paying attention but seeing all (laughs) like seeing all of your tiktoks and everything with all the people on your team i was like this just seems so healthy and nice and something that i don't think has happened at least that i've seen and been privy to in that kind of realm because it's so like it's a competition at the end of the day it's a competition and that's scary and also brings out the worst in people or can mm-hmm. and you guys were all just so supportive of each other it was like yeah. literally so emotional I was like this is so cute like oh you guys yes. all just want everyone to succeed and I loved it and all the TikToks, oh. the TikTok where it was the how old are you and it was oh yeah <laughs> I was like oh my god he is A baby
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know well what's funny I had a moment with Riley Tate where I was I think interviewing him and talking to him and I was like oh yeah he's 15 like that's young but I was literally just 15 like and I was doing music then like this isn't weird he is like a valid artist and then I was like oh wait I was 15 nine years ago (laughs) and it really hit me like (laughs) I was just like Oh, that went. Yeah, mm-hmm, not fifteen, but oh, it yeah. feels like yesterday. So yeah, we both <laughs> yeah. just
0: turned twenty-five, and yeah. that mm-hmm. it it hits harder than twenty-four. I'm going to warn you; it, it hits harder. I'm
1: not emotionally prepared for that. But. Yeah. I'm glad you guys made it. We, you're, we you're made, made, it, still we made here. it over the
0: edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hit 25. And it's just all downhill.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just, truly.
0: Slow <laughs> decline. Oh, my
1: God. Just kidding.
0: We haven't peaked yet, everyone. We haven't peaked yet.
1: Mm-mm. I'm still no, waiting, I'm waiting for a for,
0: <laughs> I'm waiting for like 63. That's going to be my peak. I'm going to make so
1: yeah. much more sense when I'm like in my 50s <laughs> or like no. 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to chill out then. I'm going (laughs) to rest. It'll be great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So when you were auditioning, so you did the in-person audition. And then after you sent in the video, was it like, okay, cool. Now we're going to bring you here
1: and do the chair turn thing? So, yeah. So the in-person audition was something I did like in college at Belmont. They had in-person auditions. Gotcha, yeah. Um, And they film you. So I think they... This is me speaking off of it, like what I think, but I don't know. So Mm -hmm. no one take this to heart listening. yeah. Um, But I think they just kept me in the system, like my profile. Mm -hmm. And so last year they emailed me and were like, Hey, you should audition this season. Send us, you know, a couple of songs. And so I did that last year. didn't work out. And then this year they emailed me again. So I was like, well, I can clearly send in a video. Yeah. But this time, the difference was, I was like, I'm going to just be goofy, because that's more of what I've been doing on stage lately, and yes. I, you know, as great as it is to audition for those things, I'm tired of taking it so seriously. Ugh, I was like, let yeah. me just have fun. Like, you're like, yeah. perfect lighting. Is it-? I didn't care. I sang yeah. Play That Funky Music, White Boy, and I... <laughs> slammed my office door open and i was like what's up the voice this is like literally just was a ham yeah um and they liked that i guess uh, which was great and um yeah so then it's like you do a couple interviews for so they get to know your story and then um i got the email that was like yeah we want to fly you out um and so flew out to burbank was there for a month for the blind auditions um which people don't get like we filmed that back in September um, and I was out there for three weeks yeah Uh uh-huh
0: oh my gosh wait so you were there three (laughs) weeks just to do the blind audition or were there other performances that
1: happened just the blind audition
0: wow
1: my gosh so then you crazy you they turned for you
0: yes they (laughs) did
1: turn for me (laughs) and you were on team Nile yes and to Niall Horan. omg as a as a <laughs> as a, a one deer uh i was like <laughs>
0: i love it yes
1: um so then so did you go back home after the blind editions and then they flew you back out for like the other performances yes Interesting. Yes. so it was kind of like yeah yeah wow. got the chair turns got my hoodie and then we kind of had the holidays um, and then flew back in january oh i filmed see the rest oh of
0: my it. gosh this is a mm-hmm. way longer process than i thought i don't know why i was for like sure. you're just you going to be even... there yes and then yes. And, like ugh. do all of it in one like in one month you're going to like do all of it and record mm-hmm. the episodes yes.
1: and i was waiting for people to catch on because if you noticed i didn't post much music well why would you notice but i i was like thank god people aren't noticing because i was still posting but like there are limitations to what kind of music or what you can post i'll just say um and so from september until march when i finally announced that i was on the voice my social media was real weird (laughs) yeah they're like "Mm,
0: kate's going through something (laughs) yeah they're like what's
1: going on oh my gosh yeah that's wild the audition cool.
0: process sounds very similar. I back in like my sophomore year of college, I auditioned for American Idol, and it was mm-hmm. very like similar. Like you wait in the long line, and then nope. you get up there. But it was so, I don't know. I not to bash on American Idol. Maybe it's different now, but you would wait in this long line, and then you would sing your little song or play and sing your little song, and then they would be like, okay, cool. Bye. Or they'd say, okay, no, you go up to this area where you'll get mm-hmm. interviewed and then they'll film you whatever. And that was just so weird. Cause I was like, what, can you just not do it all at one time? Like, yes, it's just the the rapid pace of it. And also like you're with your friends and they're like, okay, you get to go. And then you don't. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that hurts my heart to think about mm-hmm. that. So, Yikes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah, it's yeah, it's wild. And getting the whole story, I think American Idol was so focused on like, what's the hardest thing that you've been through in your life? And how have you grown oh, yeah. from it? And it's right. like, then you just have to hype up a story of like, yes, I, I don't know, I was a privileged white girl from the Midwest. Like, <laughs> I don't have anything, you know? And then you're just like, well, I had to yep. have surgery <laughs> last year. I didn't think I'd ever be able to sing again. It's like oh yeah. god okay
1: like <laughs> yeah the <laughs> stomach, whole up. i feel like even auditioning for the shows being on them watching them you realize like they're casting characters mm-hmm. on yeah. a reality tv show yeah. it is no better than the bachelor than drag race like it's all a character which yeah. is totally fine mm-hmm. yeah but they like to keep a facade that it's not and oh, it's yeah. like it's like pure talent on. but it's also no like
0: you have talent yeah you have to be engaging
1: you have to have a story yeah yes Mm -hmm. for sure for sure which i get it's tv i'm like yeah you have to
0: get people to want to watch like yeah yeah and like as an an artist you have to have a story to
1: share and tell and Mm a brand and uh, you know exactly yeah
0: and that's why you get people from all different backgrounds all different personalities it's like people need someone to relate to on the show you know so yeah it makes sense but yeah it's just that audition process is wild it's
1: wild it's wild not for the faint of heart let me tell you no yeah, wow absolutely not
0: mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're like dang. i've never done it and i don't think i will <laughs> you don't need to yeah I, hey you it was don't great you don't need to I, that's why i did yeah. like it was online for the that's voice yeah way that is that's way, way more tempting way for better. sure
0: Mm -hmm. Yes,
1: and they, like, I think what drew me to that show always is just compared to some of the other singing shows, Yeah, um, Mm -hmm. even though they play into stories, they never really paint anyone in a light that makes fun of them, Mm -hmm. Um, and Mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of kindness radiated throughout the staff and the whole process, like, they were always very respectful and, like, not trying to take advantage of people, Mm -hmm. and so I was like, this that show if i'm gonna do a show it's gonna be that one yeah exactly yeah yeah and it's cool like that so many friendships form like we've had thunderstorm artis i don't know if you know him he was on the voice like a couple seasons ago but um he was on our podcast like last season and he was talking about like the friendships that he made and um so i feel like yeah that's so cool that they that it's you just become a little family that's nice yes yes
0: it's It's lucky (laughs) yeah it's supportive well
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and i
0: haven't watched america i'm just bashing on american idol now i haven't watched it in forever (gasps) but it's like when they would bring people in that like well they they fake it so that it's like oh people are just waiting in line and then they get right in front of the judges like no they don't that's not the way it works but they have people that are bad that they literally put in that think they're good they auditioned because they want to make it as a singer they're mm-hmm. horrible and then they put them in front of these judges like that's so messed up for our entertainment yeah. but i watched it i loved it so like i can't really say anything but it's right. so sad like it oh
1: is. what if they just have it's did the that michael me? scott cringe factor yeah. like you can't look away from the train wreck it's yeah. like no, literally exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: well yeah and then Katy perry got really weird or something with like one of the the guys who auditioned do you remember when she like kissed this guy who auditioned and what yeah it was weird <laughs> yeah this guy was auditioning and she's like he's so hot like i want to kiss him and like kiss this guy but it was weird
1: yeah wild wild anyway i
0: am bashing on american idol at this point i really <laughs> i'm really blowing all my chances to be on that show <laughs> oh my gosh
1: it's okay it's okay i don't need it i don't need it <laughs> okay so this is like my favorite question i think it's so fun but if you could choose three other musicians or bands to share a bill with who would you choose like anyone man that's alive oh okay (laughs) that's a hard question because i feel like my music business brain just will not shut up um and i'm like there's people I love more than anything that me playing before them, with them, makes absolutely no sense. Like, right now, my favorite band is 100 Gex. <laughs> I love 100 Gex. Oh, my They're, God. They make trash, garbage, like, hyper-pop, and I can't get enough of it. I would never. Like, it doesn't make sense. But <laughs> would it be fun? Yes. <laughs> um, I would say my, my real answer would probably be... Uh, ooh, oh, my God. Prince. Mm-hmm. I would die. Mm-hmm. Simply, I would die. Um, mm-hmm. That would just be my, like... The one, like, someone who's passed that I would just, like... It would just be the coolest would be Prince. Oh, oh so good. Because <laughs> um, why not? I want to yes. play guitar with him. He always had women guitarists, and mm-hmm. I'm like, let me be one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then, right now... Phoebe Bridgers, no. of course. <laughs> like she done taught I mean, I've told my fiance she can marry me. Like, like I mommy, love that woman. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> mommy. Sorry, sorry, mommy. Sorry, <laughs> mommy. Mommy, <laughs> <laughs> literal mommy. Um, and she just looks like she has a freaking blast with boy genius. Yes, oh, like put oh, in. Yeah. Me in. Let me be baby genius. I'm mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one would be Remy Wolf is like my oh, favorite thing. I favorite. love her she's so good and Uh, so fun like oh yeah i would literally sell my left like toe for that i don't know do you listen to madison cunningham yes Uh, i love her Mm. yeah yeah, (laughs) so obsessed with her she's great and her and remy wolf just did like a remix of one of her songs it's so good Oh, I need to listen to that. Yeah. We got to wrap this up. I got to go find that. Like now you just, you just said that. It's really good. I got to go. I think it's Hospital from her latest album. They did like a, Mm -hmm. like a remake of that song together. And it's (laughs) (laughs) fucking good. (laughs) Honestly, it's something I never would have thought of the two of them together, but their voices together would be so. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, that's my homework. I'm gonna go do that. (laughs) I want to see Remy live so bad.
0: I have not seen her live.
1: Oh, the only... This is literally the only bad thing about the voice being on it was I had tickets to see her in Nashville. And I was doing the blind audition so I couldn't go. And I was so sad. No! So sad! You wouldn't believe it.
0: you know, sometimes choices sometimes you gotta
1: yeah yeah
0: you just ask you're like so can you actually fly me back just for one night (laughs) to Nashville?
1: i thought about it i had a day off too i was like it'd be is it worth you know six hundred dollars yeah on a good day to fly out and back yeah yeah Mm
0: -hmm. oh my gosh oh wow you gave up so much (laughs)
1: <laughs> so that's really, I, sacri- I sacrifice really I sacrificed you guys. You yeah. Really mm-hmm. did. It was hard work. <laughs>
0: okay, mm-hmm. so I'm very curious about your answer to this question because I just think you absolutely slay the social media game.
1: Yes. Oh my and...
0: gosh. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Um, and I'm curious how you think that social media has impacted the music industry overall as well as your musical career.
1: Mm. Yeah. <sighs> that's a big one <laughs> we're asking it's you a big, big one. questions Kate <laughs> yeah it's you know in some ways I really love it because I find a lot of the music I like even before social media but social media has just made it more apparent you like the music for the music like 60% and 40% for the person like someone that comes to mind is Doja Cat who I just like I love her music. I would listen to her music without knowing who she is a hundred percent, but having that added hilarious personality factor is the thing that makes me like a diehard fan, Mm -hmm. you know, like even someone who I would compare that we were just talking about is Remy Wolf. Like her social media is good and funny, but she's a little less consistent with it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, I can see how I would be even more drawn in with that. Yeah. Um, so it's just a weird landscape where it's like now marketing is done in such a personal way, which is cool because you get to know an artist and feel really, truly connected to someone whose music speaks to you like that. Um, but it can also be a problem as a musician because when is a last freaking work? Uh, yes. I like every TikTok I make is like an hour and a half of editing at least. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like. That's great, but all day, like, I have, you know, actually working to make money and recording music, like, it's just another thing, Mm -hmm, um, even though it's fun, Mm -hmm. and it also, I think, can create unhealthy boundaries of, like, you know, feeling like you have to give everyone everything, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so that's just the piece that I don't love, Mm -hmm. Um, but I do love that, like, people feel like they know me before they see me live, Um, yeah. And I like making my goofy videos are honestly like it really fills me up um, and it makes me enjoy, you know, like I feel connected to people who maybe I haven't talked to in a while or who are just finding me. So it's it's just a weird, like bittersweet thing that is a part of (laughs) being a musician now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a Mm -hmm. whole other job. Like I. It is a whole other job. Yeah. It's so much work. And like the consistency, I think, is a big thing Mm -hmm. of like. What a lot of people struggle with, including myself, I'm in the a lot of people category. <laughs> just staying consistent with what you're posting. It's like, oh, I'll post like once every couple of weeks, and I'm like, that's good enough, right? And that's like, no, you need to be posting so often to like right. stay on people's radars and, you know, the algorithm, blah, blah, blah. It's
1: like yeah. insane, especially when you're building it. That's the hard thing. yeah, and oftentimes we compare ourselves to people who like, you know, have a uh, you forget, have money and a label uh, backing <laughs> yep. them, yeah. Or you know, yep. they are already famous, and so they have earned the ability to do less, which is wonderful, and I wish it upon us all, yeah. <laughs> but you know. You'll be like, they only posted twice a week and they got all this traction. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's because that's Bono, my friend. Yeah, I don't know, like, what. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, I love
0: that you think so highly of yourself. Keep that energy. Yeah. Keep that confidence. But put yep. in more work. <laughs> yep. Like,
1: exactly. keep going.
0: So is music your full? I don't even know. Is music your full time gig just in different avenues? Or is there something else that you're doing on the side? Yes
1: just in different avenues I just gotcha. literally you were talking to me as I just um stepped back from I was a social media consultant for musicians um, oh and god yeah
0: okay so no wonder you're so you- good at it yeah I'm like so I need to talk to you Kate
1: any time yeah anytime <laughs> um but yeah that's what i was doing for a little bit and i really loved it like running facebook ads for tours like you know and yeah. also it's just nice because it's a consistent paycheck yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah now i just stepped away and i'm you know trying to do it on live shows and songwriting and you know the I game think. of like they're like what do you do to actually make your money from music and you're like how much time do you have yeah <laughs> 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 I have a long list that I have to turn into the IRA that says I made money from here and here and here. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. You just send them bullet points. You're
0: like literally you just hand out
1: flower flyers
0: like here. Yep.
1: This is, this exactly. is how I make money.
0: Exactly. And were you working through a company or were you all just like self, self-starting, self-employing
1: kind of self-started for a while. Like basically when I graduated in 2020, you know, the job market was mm-hmm. not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept applying for music industry jobs until they were just like, well, you could do social media for us. You're young. You clearly know social media for us. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So then people started asking me, like, what are your rates for social media management? And so I was like, let me Google what rates are for social media management. And <laughs> yeah. Then I just started doing it, learning it, learned ads, got better. Um, and then eventually I wound up with um, a management company and kind of was just their in-house person. Nice. Um, yeah. Nice.
0: That's such great advice to have, like forever too. You know,
1: great learning. Literally, so useful. Mm, I still feel like I know nothing every day because it's always changing. But Uh, there's that. It is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Oh my god, I've never had a, a bigger panic attack than setting up an ad campaign for someone. And Facebook changed like the way their ads work that morning. And I'm like, so let me, I swear I know how to do this. I'm just going to have to learn where they move this button and that button. And oh, so stressful. Oh my God. Yeah. no! Nope. <laughs> Shout out Meta. Thank you. Yeah. Fucking oh Meta. Oh my gosh.
0: What is Bitches. happening with that? Oh, I could go off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bitches at Meta.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. God. We're just talking shit all over the place today. We are. American Idol <laughs> Meta. Come on. Yep.
1: We're coming for you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we're so, starting
0: controversy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, what is a piece of advice that you would give your younger self? Mm, great question. Um, ooh, man, I know, I, I, I know that's like, I'm like, what would I tell that baby? <laughs> um, I feel like I would just remind my younger self to lean into the people. Um. Like, as a musician, the times I always have felt the most fulfilled is when, you know, someone is like, oh, your song meant something to me, blah, blah, blah. Or just, like, the personal connection that music can bring. Um, And that every time I've, you know, just focused on the fact that giving a performance or writing a song is powerful and might just impact one person, but, like, it can impact them a lot, that that... Is the thing that is worth, you know, focusing on and letting fill your cup Um, and that the money thing is, you know, easy to worry about. But, you know, you can't the money will come. And if you have to work another job while still doing your music thing, that doesn't mean you're not a musician. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I feel like I need to hear like that, it, but come on. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> and sometimes it's nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I really liked doing social media consulting because during the day I wasn't wiped out. Like I've done full-time songwriting for like Songfinch, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I found I didn't want to write for myself after it. Yeah. And I was like, Oh wow. Do I hate doing music? Like it's my daily job. Do I hate it? And I was like, no, I actually just like to make my art and write for certain things mm-hmm. and I don't care if my money comes from a coffee shop or mm-hmm. something like I actually like being in a different brain mode but mm-hmm. it's kind of a I don't know it's hard it's hard to discover that about yourself you know it it's is like yeah
0: and there's also yeah. just this added pressure I think societally of like if you're not doing what you love 24 7 then you're failing like you're right you're not succeeding and how can you be happy if you're not doing that and it's like well actually I am <laughs> and yep. you know just finding that balance of I I mean I value having a study job so much mm-hmm. and I like mm-hmm. my job but it's not Me too making music so it's like mm-hmm. and that's
1: okay yeah. yeah and it's nice to put food on the table <laughs> yes <laughs> and like it not is. be in a constant state of financial crises it literally <laughs> yep. sounded like we were in the 60s then you know, putting food on the table yeah, putting food on the table <laughs> <laughs> bring the bread the bread home yeah. from the, from the family. <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly oh i love that that's great so we have come
0: to our last question oh my gosh of the interview and that is why do you write songs
1: oh my god <laughs> you know 'Cause it's such a high paying career that's easy and simple. It dog. puts bread
0: on the table, baby. Yeah. <laughs>
1: brings home the bacon for, for the, the hubby. Um, <laughs> no. Um I write songs um just to make people feel seen. Um, and to validate my human experience. I feel like the intimate people who write really intimately about their life have a way of creating like a connection that is the reason we're here on this earth. Like I just feel so strongly when I write a song about body image and someone feels like, Oh my God, that is exactly how that feels to me inside. I would never say that to another human. Even when we talk about it, there's the barrier of like, you know, being in a social situation, but the song kind of transcends that. Mm -hmm. Um, I write for, for that, for that feeling. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was love beautiful that. i love Eek. that Eek. Ah. Eek. well said well said i was literally like say something poetic the songwriter in me was like say something meaningful, <laughs> you got it you got it <laughs> um oh, okay God. so now we'll play yes. your song prettiest girl in the room do you want to just tell us a little bit about what it what it's about <laughs> yes yes uh the story of prettiest girl in the room um it's kind of my story of growing up being i always wanted to be the funny kid um just because same because the funny kid's the best so Um, true you get it yep you watch school of rock once and you're like that's gonna be Uh, i am jack black i want to be jack black Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. yes that exactly (laughs) exactly um But I always felt growing up, I don't know, like uncomfortable in my body. And so I would dress weird and I would be funny because I just didn't want people to look at my physicality. I was like, let's just, you know, if my outfit's loud and I'm loud, then the other stuff is going to be ignored because I didn't feel like I was pretty. I didn't feel like I was conventionally attractive. Um, And so... This song is kind of my my experience as that um, talking to someone who is the conventionally attractive girl and realizing like she has her own stuff that's not fun at all. Like I had close friends who I saw in that light who it's like all people think is that they're a pretty face. They don't see them as smart. They don't ask them about you know their endeavors or anything else. Um, and so kind of just a it's a meeting a meeting of the of the ladies and you know a. We should all be kind to each other and women should support women and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Oh, we love <laughs>
0: women supporting women here. I yes. Mean, I love that. That like,
1: yeah. I love that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right. Thanks. So this is Prettiest Girl in the Room. Call me a poor sport, but I envy every one of them.